and all of them sucked. Okay. <laughs> That's something else you don't have a lot of faith in? I know. Honestly, I, I'm just being a sarcastic a-hole. Hmm. You know me. <laughs> the huge. My thing. My thing. <laughs> the huge. Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rose. When an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And with the first pick in the 2022 Brose draft, the bros select Tom Hornson, uh, Tim Hansen. Yay. Yay! What a good pick. Yeah. Pretty sure I uh, North don't play sports. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't sport. Us, How are you drafting me? I don't even go to school. Unfortunately, it's actually part of uh it, you're being drafted in the army. It's uh it's part of the, it's <laughs> part of the it's part of the selective service. Sorry. I knew I shouldn't have signed up. Yeah, brutal. I mean you are the youngest one here. Does that mean you are you still eligible for the draft? <laughs> What, do you, what the? F- the draft. We're all eligible. What do you for mean, the draft, my, Rich? Everyone's eligible for the draft. Do you not know how the I draft works? Isn't there, isn't there like no a, an age? Yeah, or like something? it's like sixty. It's like really old. Fuck. It's not. It's, it's real not, fucking it's, old, homeboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, we might be able to get in. Like, I don't think that's the thing that my my mom always uh like playfully mentioned this when uh we learned like when we learned about Vietnam in school. My mom was like, "Yeah, they'll never let you into the army anyway because your eyesight's so bad." And she's right. Like, there's no way they could trust me into an armed services position with my eyesight unless we were like fighting the aliens and we were just like taking any anyone with a pulse. So it's it's possible that we get out for another health reason, but not for our age. We're we're in we're in prime getting drafted into the army age. Woo! Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Selective service, something we definitely should still have. That's what it's called, right? Selective service, where everybody, like everybody, yes, every male over the age of yeah. eighteen has to sign up for yes. it and. Just, yes. just in case. It's well, it's it's uh, all male U.S. citizens and male immigrants eighteen to twenty five register with Selective Service. Mm, yeah, that's right. So if if you if you emigrate after the age of twenty five, you don't you you're not part of the draft. Yeah, uh, apparently. Yeah, a lot of those immigrants might, might uh, be from a country where they had to go and serve a tour in their nation's army anyway in order to to. to get past the age of 18 in some of those pretty countries. much so everybody everybody winds up doing it at some point i remember i just remember the selective service became a big thing because uh a couple of years ago john Kerry, uh who again famously was <laughs> had three purple hearts uh was like you know i think it would be good for our country if we had mandatory military service this is when he was like in in obama's cabinet he was like i think it'd be good if we had mandatory military service and suddenly like everybody had a really strong opinion on john Kerry again for the first time in like 10 years <laughs> Well, that's weird. Yeah, maybe, maybe don't. You're, you're just the environmental secretary. Just do environmental things, John. <laughs> Knock it off. Uh, anyway, welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, everyone, uh, where we dis- where we discuss the draft and uh, whether or not it should exist. Uh, it's available on all major podcasting platforms, and the premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it 
while enjoying a delicious glass of wine or otherwise. So if you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But first, let's discuss what we're drinking tonight. And uh, Tim Hansen, let's start with you. What are you drinking? So I am drinking Black Cat Riesling. It's a 2022 Riesling. Uh, famous for being in a physical Black Cat bottle. It does come in other colors, but it's still called Black Cat. Uh, relatively cheap. Uh, anywhere between 10 and 20 depending on where you end up buying it. Uh, as it's warmed up, it's gotten a little more tart, which I was genuinely surprised. I, I figured it might like get more dry as it warmed up, but uh, no, a little more tart. Hmm. it's fine it's okay okay, okay. martha it's likes it that's, that's all that matters it's cool looking it's definitely a conversation starter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely uh rich what are yeah. you drinking tonight i am drinking the pale uh 20 uh, a rosé by sasha lynchy um it's it's pretty good it's pretty good i don't really have any complaints about it because i'm not drinking a lot of it <laughs> fair enough uh sean what are you drinking I'm drinking Herman J. Weimer Vineyards Dry Rosé. Uh, it's a 2021 rosé, and it is not good, especially as it's warmed up. It's gotten bad. Uh, it's it's not huevos bad. Like it's not mm. making me physically ill, but it's just so it's just unpleasant. Like it's just mm. not a good wine. Every so, sip is another trip further down to the nightmare hole. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm I might not finish this bottle mm. this time. I might, you know. Take it slow. Yeah. It's really, really savor it. Savor every sip. One every exactly. 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> so I'm uh, so I'm not continuing to drink at this point. I mentioned it last episode, but we're still kind of on call with uh, the baby at this point. So I, I am refraining from drinking more than the, uh, the the cream that I had, the the Irish cream from last time. But I have moved on to a special edition of Dr. Pepper Zero. Uh, Dr. Pepper Dark Berry. Because they're putting out like the 95th Jurassic Park movie, uh, and this is a a promotional flavor, uh, Dr Pepper Dark Berry, uh, and it's fine. It's uh, it's it's perfectly okay. <laughs> I'm always unnerved by any any flavor of like fruit flavor where they they've they've selected like they use a color or a a something that's not an actual fruit name to to describe it. Like I'm not familiar with a dark berry. I'm familiar with blackberries and blueberries and f- types of dark berry, but I'm not familiar with a berry that's just oh, let's go pick some of those dark berries off of the, off of the tree in the backyard. Uh, so I'm always a little bit nerve like that, like where they have like you know what's this fruit flavor? Uh, mixed, it's mixed fruit, uh, <laughs> assorted assorted flavors of fruit in one little gusher or whatever. Uh, this is fine though. Um, it, it certainly does not replace, uh, you know, it's, it does not replace the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper. Um, but I guess it's, it's got more of a blueberry feel to it, which makes sense. Cause the, the can is blue, but, uh, yeah, it's all right. It's, it's cool for a short term thing. I hope, does, I hope, I hope they finally figure so, out what's going on with those dinosaurs this time though. Does that uh, does that mean it's now twenty four flavors of Dr Pepper? Or? You know, I don't know, Rich. Uh, they they did conspicuously remove the twenty three flavors thing off of this can. Uh, I was just thinking about that, and uh, I'm going to assume that there's a twenty fourth flavor. It's dark berry, naturally and artificially flavored. Again, if if we could just get a name, if we could just get uh, a single name, 
get natural and artificial flavors, phosphoric acids, all the normal stuff that's in soda. They don't even they don't name the berry on the back. Like it's, it's obviously, <laughs> look, it's soda. They're not going to put you know. They're not going to be like, oh, we have the the finest Welch's grape, you know, grapes or whatever in it. But come on, just, just throw out a name. Name a single fruit. Name a fruit, Doctor Pepper. That's what I'm <laughs> demanding of you. Ooh, Are, ooh, it's it's blackberry, black currant, <coughs> and black cherry. Mm. Black cherry is that? Is that that's the that's the from the Doctor Pepper website. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe put that. On, <laughs> maybe put that in your bottle. Yeah. Just put blackberry. You know uh, what a blackberry the, the, is? They they gotta they gotta put that interest. You gotta gotta look for it, Matt. So wait, wait. You, you already was... I, I already have so many things I gotta look up. I gotta figure out like is Chris Pratt in this movie too there's a yes, pyro there's a pyro raptor on the corner like figure out what a pyro raptor is now so um, i'm just confused because I, the last time they did it was for spider-man so now they're just changing universes so like what the fuck man yeah it's not it's not thematically I, I mean, consistent i could i can tell you everything chris pratt is in it. pyro raptor is the new raptor that's the new genetically made dinosaur because they keep doing that because they're fucking stupid mm. and dr grant is back in this one with ellie sadler and malcolm I'm so happy. There you go. There you go. I'm starting to think that I'm going to hard Pepper's disagree maybe- with their stupid, their geniuses. Obviously, they made fucking dinosaurs. I mean, but they've genetically modified dinosaurs three times now, and it's all become bad. So, Pyroraptor, nah, I'm going to I'm going to assume that they that they've they've made this raptor like a it's, fire breathing raptor or something. He, he probably if it doesn't breathe fire, yeah. I'm going to be pissed the fuck off. <laughs> it, it, it better, it better breathe. So fire. what you're saying is that or these, these alleged geniuses were like, Hey, you know, the, the genetically modified dinosaur thing hasn't worked out as far as revivals, but you know, the only thing it was missing was making them dragons. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the thing that we needed to do to fix this. So I have geniuses in determining that. That I have the, the there's one Jurassic Park movie I've seen part of, and it's the very first one with Newman in it. So I I don't I don't know a lot about the universe aside from the fact that they they just keep bringing these genetically altered dinosaurs back, and it seems like a bad idea. But what do I know? That's all you really need to know. <laughs> <It's true>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rich, you've got our uh, next round of questions in front of you, correct? Yes, yes, I do. Right, and again, brosequestions at gmail.com if you want yours answered on the air. But what is first? What is something beautiful you've seen recently? My wife. My <laughs> wife. Yeah, my, my daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can work my daughter in here. My daughter's, daughter's adorable. She's a beautiful little girl. Uh, my wife is beautiful. She's a beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, <clears throat> uh, this can of Dr. Pepper. Uh, zero sugar dark berry. Uh, cuts a, it's actually a very cool looking can. I will give it that. Uh, it's a beautiful looking can. It's got a cool dark color on it. It's got this stupid dinosaur on the side, which is killing my vibe. But other than that, it's a nice looking can. Uh, the weather today was gorgeous, uh, out here Mm -hmm. in in New Jersey. It was a nice, like mid sixties day, beautiful, not a cloud in the sky. So, uh, we went on a nice walk and even though we walked through a neighborhood with a lot of trees and it was a nice looking neighborhood. Well, well, uh, well kept and I'll just say the day was beautiful. What's a beautiful thing you guys have seen lately? Matt's face. It's a beautiful scene to be back on the Brose Discord <laughs> channel. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's not e- it's not easy keeping you know, gotta maintain the gift <laughs> for the last six weeks. <laughs> hmm. So yesterday I had a uh, special stream and I got all suited up for it. And I'm not saying I was the beautiful one. 
But I got Chase a bandana that's a tuxedo. <laughs> and oh my god, was he the most beautiful boy ever. He was a good boy. He was adorable. I took it off him as soon as we were done because I don't really know if he liked it or not. But he kept it on the entire time and didn't bother with it. So he loves bandanas. Um, he also just got his first haircut in like six months because I haven't really had the money to get him a haircut. Uh, so... He he look he looks great. He's a pretty beautiful boy. Who's now sleeping? Nice. How about you, Sean? Um. Hmm. They just put in a new uh, frisbee golf course around us, like twenty minutes away, and part of it overlooks this lake. And it's just very picturesque. And it's just like you look out through the through the woods over this lake and it's just kind of it's just like real serene. And I I went at like six thirty in the morning, so nobody else was there. So it was just like fully quiet. I was fully alone and it was just beautiful to look at. Just like the sun bouncing off the water and it was just very nice. So I'll say that I'll say the I saw some really pretty landscapes. Hmm. All right. That's nice. Go, go, froth or golf courses are always like mm-hmm. it, it, well. I mean, just just a well a well kept course is a very is a sight for the eyes for sure. Tim, what about you? Uh, I don't have a specific thing. More so, just like something I have repeatedly seen over the last couple of weeks is uh. With with my new work schedule, which is kind of similar but not quite the same, I've I've pretty much been able to watch the sunrise on my drive to work every day, and then I also get to watch the sunset at like every other day, which is less great but also gorgeous. Yeah. So that that's been like a really cool part of my drive. Mm. Nice, nice. Yeah, seeing the sunrise as you as you're driving into work or wherever you're going is is a is a nice thing. It's like you're you're still like beating the day. You're like I'm getting in early. I'm getting getting some work done and all that. But like you you get the beauty of the sunrise too, which is nice. Tits. Sunset less mm-hmm. good because then you're like I'm getting no sunlight today. My vitamin D count yeah. is through the is through the floor. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. When when uh. When I worked at McDonald's ages and ages ago, we McDonald's I worked at was up on top of a hill right across from a park, and we were west-facing, so we could see the sun set every day. And so, like, when I worked those late-night shifts, I would try to take a few moments to just step outside and look at the sunset and be like, this job fucking sucks, but look at that view. Mm. And then go back in and start yelling at people, because I was a boss. <sighs> That's a figurative thing. Rich was actually like, as actually an individual contributor, but he just felt like a boss when screaming at people. At his, at his job. <laughs> exactly. I was actually, I didn't even work there. I was uh, a customer mm-hmm. and I just asked for a manager all the time. Yeah. Uh, all right. What's next? Uh, next question uh, would be, what is a band that comes to mind of which you'd probably only ever see play live in a small Atlantic City casino theater these days. Example number one, Stained. Like, we'd almost rather the smoking section of the casino. This is from Brian Everett. Mm-hmm. I'm going to challenge the Stained thing. 
Because those like <laughs> those like early two thousands alt rock. I mean, maybe at Atlanta. The, the thing is, that maybe at Atlantic City. But like, if they're playing like Topeka, Kansas, they're playing at like an amphitheater. Like all mm-hmm. those bands are are still getting like big ticket. They're playing at like Rock on the Range and all that. Uh, I, I I I know I've seen Stained as like a headliner, but I we're getting off the basis of the question. I'm just saying that Stained is a, a little bit too big. <laughs> but but maybe um. I don't know. Uh, Saving Abel, <laughs> one of those kind of bands, like <laughs> like a, a lower tiered stained uh, ripoff. I, I don't, I don't think the basis of the question is whether or not they're big. It's more of you'd probably you'd rather only ever see them at one of these like cheap concerts where you could easily do something else when the concert was just well. There. That is the the less of is... likelihood and more of your preference. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, how I took so the like, question. But I could say like share. Well, yeah. Like I, but, but shares, but shares still, uh, maybe not, maybe not, but like shares still pulling in. Like if she wanted to go do arena stuff, I'm sure share could still do it, oh, but I, she I would could still, absolutely like, still do it. Yeah. But would you go see her at an arena? That's the question. Uh, okay. All right. All right. I buy it. I buy it. Um, so yeah. let's, let's, uh, let's go with it that then. So what's a band that you would only see if they were playing, uh, in, in Atlantic City, like at one of these casino theaters. Hmm. Honestly, probably like BTS. I'd go check out a concert at one of these stupid theaters for like a few songs, and then go to the casino. Hmm. Like, I don't, I don't, I Just don't see get what the, the fuss BTS is all about. Craze. Yeah, pretty much. Like, hmm. I don't get it. I've not listened to BTS. I do like some like. Japanese rock and stuff like that. I'm not mm. trying to be like a. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, these I'm guys are American. different. They're smooth like butter. Yeah, mm. yeah, but it's Fact. it's. I just BTS just does not do anything for me. But you know what? If somebody want to go see them, I'd, all right, I'll I'll go check them out with you for a bit. And modern then, day Spice Girls. Yeah, pretty much. Everybody's got their own personality and all that. Like you follow a different one and like, oh, their character. It's great. Um, uh, I would say Toto. And Toto's a band that I think you would actually see at one of these uh, Atlantic City <laughs> casinos that would be doing something like that. But like Toto's one of those bands that like, no, I I don't really want to go out of my way and pay you know fifty plus dollars for a nosebleed ticket to go see Toto. Uh, but if they were playing at like Bally's, yeah, man, I'd love to hear him sing "Hold the Hold the Line." That'd be fucking great. Those guys are awesome musicians. They got great singers. Yeah, yeah man, I would love that. I'd I'd go hear Africa. All right, that's all I know from Toto. Yeah. Oh, they're doing a I'm Weezer go. cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Rosanna. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would see Toto. How about you, uh, how about you, Sean? I'd like to see Cheap Trick again. Oh, Cheap Tricks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did see Cheap Trick. That would be a we good saw one. Saw Cheap to Trick see. together, but I I just like I think at the time I was like I I very I really enjoyed it, but I wasn't like. There was kind of this dissonance between who Cheap Trick is and me watching that show. So I'd like to see them yeah. again and be able to like appreciate who they are. Yeah, and so I'd probably, like, yeah, the, especially in the setup of that. Because we we saw them at MMRBQ, uh, God, like eight eight or nine years ago at this point. Yeah, and uh, and they were sandwiched between like Buck Cherry and Allison Chains, and like Cheap Trick is great, uh, but they don't quite fit. <laughs> Fit. Between Buck Cherry and Allison Cheat and Soundgarden was on later. So it is it is a bit of a and we were like, yeah, what were we, 23, 24 at that point? Yeah. Like not in prime cheap trick appreciating Rick Nielsen praising age range right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I like that one. Cheat Trip's got some bangers too, and they're one of those bands mm-hmm. that like you forget how many songs they have because like you mm-hmm. know Surrender and all that. But like, oh, they have the Dream Police song. That's a great song. It is. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, right, Tim, did you get one? No. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you forgot I existed. No. No, I, I definitely remember that you existed, but I was trying to be like, oh, God, I'm going to ask you again. You, pro- you probably already <laughs> said one. It looks stupid. All right, so end the I, show. I've got I've got three answers. First three. one is Bare Naked Ladies. That's okay. a good pick. Ooh, that's, that's a good, a good pick. pick. Yeah. Uh, second one is Hanson. Because I'd yeah, like to yeah. see... Okay. They're they're older they're older in their age but newer in the timeline. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I would just in, I I'd like to see how they've changed. Mm-hmm. Their older stuff, uh, newer stuff, is definitely yeah. a more uh, more mature sound for them in comparison to what everyone remembers them as. And like, I just feel like that'd be a chill thing. It'd be like, "Lo, yo, I'm also a Hanson. Let's get some mm hops and like chill." Mm hops, mm hops. Yeah. And then uh, the last one is one I wouldn't want to see only in like this kind of thing from now on. Uh, Breaking Benjamin, because obviously I love Breaking Benjamin, but sure. the difference between their like smaller venue unplugged stuff and the sh- the way. Um, Benjamin Burnley handles those shows versus like significantly larger shows are completely different. And uh, I would love to go to one of those smaller venue shows. And I just somehow keep not being able to go either financially or just timeline wise. And I'm like, God damn it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. When you see, see your favorite band doing an acoustic set, like in oh, yeah. any, in any style. I remember, um, Years ago, we uh, we uh, my my wife and I and a couple of friends saw uh, the Gaslight Anthem, and their drummer had to. Le- it was unfortunate circumstances. The drummer had to leave for like a family emergency or something like that. So they had like a backup drummer from. It was against me's drummer. Uh, against me mm-hmm. had opened for them. We we managed to show up late and miss against me, but um, but uh, but against me's drummer played with them. But he only knew you know X number of songs. So the second half of their set, they did just acoustic stuff. And uh, it was a big. It was at a. It was at the man. It was an outdoor set at the man. So it was not this close, intimate thing. But it was very cool. They just whipped out the stools and just did this acoustic set. It was like, oh, this is awesome. Like I wouldn't have gotten to see this normal. That's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah, it's sick. Uh, yeah. Any other bands that you would only want to see at a small Atlantic City casino theater? Backstreet Boys. That's a pretty at good this one. Point, that's a pretty good one. Probably it's it's similar to like. Like, how, like if I were to go see Toto, it's like, I, I, I'm only going to see the classics, and if they go to play the new shit, I'm done. I'm just going to leave. I just want to... This is stuff from our go. new prog album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear this new young whippersnapper music. I just want to hear, I, I, I just want to hear Millennium over and over again. Forever! I, I want them, I want them to call me their fire, and that's it, and then I'm done. Mm. Like, uh, yep. the Gin Blossoms. I think would be a good one. I think it was like '90s alternative bands that had like Alive yeah. or uh, Vertical Horizon, who had like a couple of songs. We'd be like, yeah, I'd like to hear them do this. It'd be fun. Yeah, Incubus, like Incubus, Incubus. Counting Crows, Incubus. Incubus is pretty good live. I've, I, we saw them once, sort of by accident. Um, but uh, Incubus would be good. Although, yeah, those like turn of the millennium alt rock bands. Fuel, get some shimmer up in here. Fuel. <laughs> <laughs> some hemorrhage 
Henry. Henry, I plead it. Uh, all right. Uh, Rich, what's next, Rich? Excuse me. Um, next is who from history would you go on a date with? Hmm. Uh, well, uh, look, I mean, as a historical figure, that Marilyn Monroe seems real nice. <laughs> You're right. Historical figure. Hedy Lamar. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. I guess, uh, I guess, you know, it, it would be, you know what I would do? I would go on a date with Hitler. And I'd be like, yo, man, you don't really want to do this, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just talk him out of it. Yeah, yeah talk, talk him out of it. Like, really sweet talk him. Be like, Yo, your art is awesome. Like, you should really keep pursuing that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's all this stuff about, you know, like, dude, your struggle and, you know, this new revolution, this so nationalist socialist revolution. No, 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 no. Just keep painting. Painting's clearly where your heart's at. Uh, yeah. I would I would see if uh, if Adolf had that in him. Although I also have a – I also um, – I think by trying to go on a date with Hitler, uh, I think I fall into one of those categories of people that he might not have such a high opinion of. So <laughs> uh, perhaps there, this is this plan is doomed from the start. But uh, who knows? Chase just spooked himself awake and barked. It was adorable. Bork, 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 bork. <laughs> Good buddy. Uh, Tim, who from history would you go on a date with? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> all right <laughs> this is difficult because it's like do i want to go just on a date with somebody who i find interesting or am i trying to find the hottest historical figure yeah well the problem is just that, a heads up you, googling I, historical babes will not net you the historical results here, babes <laughs> <laughs> the, problem is that the further you go back in history like the you know if you, if you are uh going solely on looks uh, the problem is the further you go back in history, the more you're sort of like leaving it up to like whoever the painter was or whoever the early photographer was. Like you, you sort of have to uh, suspend disbelief, not suspend disbelief, but you, you have a little bit more imaginary work to do to to ensure that you've got the right uh, appeal. So you kind of have to go with somebody who's more interesting once you pass like, I don't know, 1920 as far as uh, mm-hmm. being able to get a good gauge of somebody's actual looks. Mm-hmm. I'd go on a date with, anyone? with with Freddie Mercury. Ooh, ooh. I go on a date with him. I yeah. think, uh, and just make make him sing to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just swoon. I wouldn't even get that far. I'd just be like, "Can I touch your mustache? Just let me, <laughs> just let me do it, it a couple it, of times. Is it real? Yeah, is, is it, it real? Yeah, can, can I touch it? Yeah. Uh, Rich, who from history would you go on a date with? This is. Yeah, it's very much a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'll go. I'll go pseudo opposite end of Sean and uh, go David Bowie. Mm-hmm. I'll go. I'll go on a date with David Bowie, just because mm. I think he'd be pretty chill to go on a date with. Mm. And he probably always, always had a lot of money, so he. Does David Bowie right. strike you as a chill guy? <laughs> you did uh, see I labyrinth mean, right yeah true but that's why i want i mean mm. 
All right, no. I mean, not that he's like, any, that like a maniac a or anything. Date, but... He's just, you know, <laughs> he'll be very chill. But he like, uh, you know, he'd order like, you know, I'd like your uh, your sautéed like say that your your sautéed rabbit, please. Like he'd, he'd like be ordering like weird stuff, but in a very like mellow way. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. I can take weird but mellow. That's fine. Uh, rotisserie duck feet, please. <laughs> Uh, Tim, have you conjured up a historical figure you'd like to go on a date with? Uh, yeah, Jane Seymour, but from like two and a half decades ago. Okay. Jane Seymour? <laughs> Who's Jane Seymour? Uh, she is a American-British actress uh, who is still alive. But, <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah. She's 71, and uh, I, I'm more interested in the, like, late 20s, early 30s. <laughs> mm. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. She's a gorgeous woman. I don't know what to tell you. She's a good actress, too. What about Cleopatra? No, you're going to die. She's going to kill you. Oh, you, you guys cowards or something? Afraid of a yes. powerful woman? <laughs> if she's going to that? kill me, yes. I have confidence in your manhood here. Maybe you'll be the one person she won't kill. <laughs> Doubt it. Yeah. Come on, man. Uh, anyone else? No, not nothing I can think of. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sorry that this question wasn't more. Uh, uh, I don't know. More interesting. How about Marie Antoinette? In answers. And just be like, yo, don't say the cake thing. Like, like <laughs> I know you're, I know you're thinking about it. And like, yeah, just try you know, again. Sweet talk her into just it again. Don't, don't ri- do ri- it. Rich and powerful, a little bit out of touch woman, and uh, you know, just 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 bring some of that common man sensibility, and just be like, yeah, don't 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 tell them about the cake. They don't know we've got cake up here. Just just be be <laughs> cool. Uh, all right, True. Rich. What's next? Uh, next, are you someone you'd hang out with? Probably not. Why would you want to hang out with somebody who's exactly like you? No. <laughs> I suck. I mean, it's, it's, it's not even like a negativity thing. It's just like a... It's a... What, why can't I think of it? This is what happens when you sleep like four hours a night as like you forget words. Uh, it's um, it's it's duplicative. I already got one of me. I don't, I don't need to hang out with another one of me. I already got all <laughs> yeah. my traits. Like... <laughs> Yeah. What am I bringing to the table that I already am not bringing to the table? Yeah, because then it would just be me not talking to myself ever. Yeah. Yeah. Because we just be an entire time. I don't need to be stuck in a room with myself, too anxious to talk to myself about things that I like, Mm. because I'm afraid I'm going to bore or piss off myself. Yeah. Like, and just it'll just be silent and crickets Mm -hmm. the entire time. Like, we've had the point where, like, if I notice that somebody, like, tells a joke that sounds, like, similar to a joke that I've told in the past, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it's not even, it's like, <laughs> like, it's like whatever. It's, it's not even, like, a, like a judgmental thing. It's just like, oh, okay, that sounds like something I would say, which is strange. Um, I, I, like, I think the, the, the spirit of the question, yeah, I think I'm a fairly friendly and agreeable person for the most part. But, no, I wouldn't want to hang out with me. Again, there's, yeah. you know, there's just, there's. There's only so much of me that I can handle in a given day. And usually I give myself my full 100% allotment, if not more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in, in a sense of, am I someone I would hang out with? Yeah. If I met someone similar to me, but not exactly me, I would hang out with them. But I would not hang out with someone 
or with me exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is we making the same exact jokes about the Eagles while I'm watching the Eagles? No, I'm already doing that. I got that covered, man. You guys would have the same timing, too, so you'd look over at each other and be like, and say whatever joke at the same time. Derek Barnett commits a penalty, and we're like, we're both like, it's always him. And then it's like, oh, (laughs) God, this guy sucks. Absolute worst. Yeah. God, what a tool. And then just it, imagine being at a party with yourself and you both mm-hmm. are like trying to like We both say our catchphrase at the same then, time. Oh god. Yeah. And Damn. and then everyone's like, These guys, mm-hmm. like, come on now. <laughs> yeah. One or we we can't do both. We can't do both. Yeah. One of me is loud and obnoxious enough at a party. We don't need more of me. Yeah. <laughs> Two Tims across the pa- the the party just pointing at each other and going, Bazinga! <laughs> oh, great. It would be it would be Tim pointing at Tim mm-hmm. the entire time for shots. Shots, so like, yeah. Shots and then shots and then shots. Yeah. Dude, have you seen this pile of logs off the back deck? No, dude. No, check it out. <laughs> Tim, both Tim's just like now. The other thing is like I we absolutely if I was hanging out with myself would prey on, on my own worst tendencies. Like yeah like i normally i'd either start with like no drinking and then the moment one of us suggested drinking be like yeah well i guess we'll just do the whole bottle i mean we'll just do the whole <laughs> bottle of jazz. should we just do this let's, let's do it you know um so yeah <laughs> no good no good there uh any other thoughts on whether you'd hang out with yourself so that was a resounding no from everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to sum up. <laughs> yeah look i yeah. My, my self-esteem isn't the highest but even if it was pretty high i think i'd still be like no yeah. <laughs> I mean, I in any situation, I essentially rely on the energy of others, and I rise to that energy level. So if it's just two of me, it's just like, yeah, hi, I'm gonna go play this game. You go play whatever the fuck you want. Bye. You hang yourself, <laughs> and, and you that's yourself it. out of your own apartment. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, uh, you get the spare bedroom, but I was on the couch first. It's my house, get the fuck off. Yeah, I called shoddy. Uh, Rich, what's next? Uh, this is another question from uh, Mr. Brian Everett. Will there ever be a day for profanity versions of sports casting? <laughs> We're getting there, man. We already had Eli uh, Manning they... flipping the double bird on the Manning cast earlier this year. And then they had Marshawn Lynch <laughs> on, and Marshawn Lynch is just like a walking FCC violation. So like they, <laughs> yeah. they that was... We're getting there with all these alternative so, casts for sporting events. So back in the day when digital cable really started to become like a thing, uh, NASCAR did a thing where you could actually pay-per-view purchase the dash cam feed or, or um, and also listen to the radio of your specific driver. Like, I feel like that's where this should go. Something like that, where it's like, if you have a specific game and you want to hear the mic feed for the Eagles, you should like definitely have that like a pay-per-view type thing or something like that. But I don't think there will ever be a day where we need it to be commonplace. It's not going to be the main broadcast. You're not going to get like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman being like, welcome to fucking Lincoln Financial Field, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Like, you're... you're uh, or what's his name, Brent Musburger, and be like, you are looking live at the shithole in Oakland, California. Like, it's, ne- it's never going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Um, but as an alternative broadcast, I think you will. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. You know who we have to thank for that? Donald Trump. 
because Donald Trump uh, <laughs> made it so that every national outlet, every mainstream outlet in the country had to publish the phrase shithole at least once, if not more, <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> and so if we're already at the point where the New York Times has to say shithole, then yeah, why why can't we have a, a swear cast for, for the NFL or like the NBA? You know what we need? <laughs> We have all these like gambling casts now because sports gambling is like the only way you can watch sports now and have any fun is is what I've been told. Uh, what you need <laughs> is you need the degenerate gamblers cast, and that's how you're going to get your swearing cast. You need somebody who's put just like 50%, no, no, 15% too much money on a particular game or outcome and then have a cast of them watching the game. You need a pool of those people, like the people who have just put a little bit too much on like, you know, like bucks celtics or something and just them like hanging on every shot like the game's already over but like they took the under for uh they took the under for total points so, like don't score don't score don't score ah that's that's how you get your square cast is you have the degenerate gamblers cast yeah it's a good yeah. call mm-hmm. uh you guys think we'll genuinely have one though rich rich thinks we will even if it's not the main one i i tend to agree with him yeah, I think as as we move forward with society, mm-hmm. I think it just doesn't you know, people care less and less. So you're just going to have just yeah, an alt an alt version, like probably like pay-per-view type situation, like like a paid simulcast of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh Matt, Matt, you said uh we have um we have Trump to thank for that, and all I got to say to that is uh thanks Obama. There we go. <laughs> Finally brought a thanks Obama back. I've I have tried to bring thanks Obama back on a few occasions, and oh. people don't people don't understand. I, I I do it. I do it. I do it from time to time. Like thanks Obama. I have to mow my lawn. I haven't mowed my lawn yet. So every time I look out the window, I'm like, shit, I got to mow the lawn. Thanks Obama. Yeah, thanks Obama. Make me mow that lawn. Uh, I do think I think it's gonna be tough to get like like the NFL specifically to co-sign on like a swear cast. That would be the only mm-hmm. that would be the only trick of it. Like you, you need to have the right to broadcast the game, and the NFL is so concerned with image, except when it comes to like you know treating women and black people the same, that uh, that uh, they they won't sign off on like an official broadcast, like a rebroadcast of the National Football League, where you know again like I don't know Marshawn Lynch and Aqib Talib are just like screaming at each other the whole time, <laughs> uh, it, but they won't do that. The NBA might, uh, and I think you could get maybe the NHL. But like MLB and and the NFL would take a little bit more work. You might have to do some more mm-hmm. unofficial stuff. Yeah, they take themselves too seriously. Yeah, yeah, especially definitely not the MLB. Absolutely, mm. I don't think that'll ever happen. Yeah, well, you do get the fun stuff of MLB. Uh, they do for the All Star Game, like mic up the players for Major League Baseball, and that's mm. that's very fun. Some of those guys are better than the. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for uh, golf to 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 have like. Curse cast. Oh, like, there's no. There's, Get in the goddamn hole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a, that's another one where like the facade of like gentlemanless, gentlemanliness, and sportsmanship covers up the fact that anybody who's actually golf knows that that's all horseshit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. You 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 can't play a round of golf without saying fuck at least once. I'm here at Augusta National. Her hole. Yeah. <laughs> the highest of society is here. Shit, brain, fucking. <laughs> um, yeah um all right uh what's next uh let's see what qualifies someone to be called your friend 
They left at exactly one of my jokes ever. <laughs> and that's it. You're in, yeah, baby. Done deal. Sean's You're in the club. Sean's in. Yeah, ropes up. Come on into the club. Uh, what qualifies somebody to be your friend, Tim? Us to hang out outside of work at least twice. That's pretty much it. I'm real simple. At least twice. Okay. And honestly, just like genuinely carry a conversation, carry on a conversation that's more than just surface level. Like, see the game on Saturday? Because one, clearly, no, I didn't see the fucking game on Saturday because I don't (laughs) care. Uh, Because like there's a lot of people friends of friends of friends that it's like we've been to the same parties a million times it's like i barely know your name hmm. like you my, my name is also tim yeah cool you're a fucking terrible human being or at least super boring so no we're not friends even <laughs> if we have the same name super boring <laughs> <laughs> one of the two yeah <laughs> Uh, either, he's a little like, bit of both. Th- you think you think that like uh, the Black Lives Matter movement is out of control, or you like you know pick your nose sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> You're a soggy potato, and I yeah. barely tolerate your existence. Oh, here we go. This is a very specific person you've got in mind for this one. Got it. <laughs> well, I, sw- I switched from one to the other. The so, soggy potato makes a triumphant return on the Brose podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, as long as we vibe. And we can have like a good conversation. I could be friends with pretty much anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. How about you, Sean? Qualify somebody to be your friend. Um, I think a lot of the same stuff Tim said. Uh, but I, I also look for somebody who like I can count on when the chips are down. So like if if I need if I need help or also like I'm willing to help them out of a jam or whatever. So like if I have that, that the, the impetus to go the extra mile and be like, Hey, like I see you need some help. Like, let me like, there are definitely people I know who I won't, who I don't care enough about to like help them out if they need it. Hmm. And it's like just kind of a oh that sucks yeah that sucks they're and they're they're acquaintances and it's like I don't and I also don't expect that for me either like I don't expect it to be I I expect the same from them but like I think it's I think that's a big for me that's a big friendship like more than work friends like a big friendship milestone is like the the point at which you're like okay I can see that uh, you need help and I'm willing to help you. And I don't, I don't want to put it on somebody else. Like I'm willing to just take the step forward and be like, let me help, let me help you. Mm-hmm. It's a good set of criteria. I like that. Solid. Mm-hmm. Rich. Um, it's someone I consider someone a friend when I don't worry about texting them or messaging them. So like there, there will be people in my life that I'm like. I could have talked to a week ago that, like, oh, you know, am I bothering them by texting them? It's just, like, it, it, I get anxious when I go to message them. And to me, I'm like, it's just somebody I know. But, like, you guys or, or, or like, my friends, I'm, just, like, 10 o'clock at night, 7 o'clock in the morning, I'll throw you a text. 
I'll text Sean at three o'clock in the in the morning too because like I know he won't see it or respond to it for a week anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's just like you like you got like people that I know I can message without giving me anxiety. I is like that's a friend to that's like that's my like I see them as friends, but it's also someone that on a probably weekly basis I think about whether I reach out to them or not. So like. I haven't really spoken to Bennett in a while, but I think about him like once a week. Like, oh shit, I wonder how Bennett's doing. I should text him. Mm. I won't because I just forget to. Mm-hmm. But like, and I did reach out to him a couple weeks ago, and it's like it's stuff like that. Like, oh, uh, Al, like like your your brother, Matt, Alex. I'll be like, I wonder how Alex is doing. I haven't reached out to him in a while, mm-hmm. or I wonder how so and so is doing. Like, if I if they cross my mind at least once a week, it's someone that I'm just like I consider a friend. And like it, I, for me, when it comes to friendship, I don't necessarily look for somebody that to lean on, but I do look for people that I feel comfortable with, in a sense. So I mean, my my definition of friend is very broad, but I, I like it's sort of it's like a, a tiered system, sort of a, a, mm-hmm. to, gesturing to what Sean was saying, like. There's there's a certain group of friends that like, look if I if I my car broke down and my AAA is expired or something like that, there's a, there's a certain group of friends I would call friends that I wouldn't necessarily be the first one on my Rolodex to be like, yo, can you pick me up? But there's still people that like I've met, I've talked with them a few times, and I'm interested in seeing them again, or I'm interested in hanging out with yeah. them more, or if I'm having a get together, like it would be a good thing to have, blah here like they would have a good time people would enjoy hanging out with them that that's sort of my 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 baseline definition of a friend now uh for for close friend it's probably closer to what sean or or you know sean was saying where it's like it's somebody i can count on somebody i can confide in somebody i can hang out with one-on-one it wouldn't feel weird uh you know there's somebody i'm comfortable with on that level uh is who i consider a close friend and you know listen listen it's it's sort of like uh when you sign up for the premium subscription for a website there's sir there's new benefits new benefits to being in that tier of friend <laughs> uh for for me but um but i think that that's that's sort of the general vibe like i don't know it's tough for me to set rules on something that's so you know nebulous as like who's a friend it's like oh i don't know bill you know, Bill, Bill, Bill's cool. Bill and I say hi occasionally and they're friendly with him. But, um, but I, I would say it's somebody that, that I think I, I am interested in continuing. It's, it's, it's very dumb. It's just, I'm interested in continuing to hang out with you. And I think that other people are interested that, that I know would be interested in hanging out with you too. So it, there's, there's, you know, there's a mutual benefit to us continuing to see each other. Yeah. Yeah. Tense. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anything else? Mm, no no i i do kind of look at it similar it's a very nebulous term i completely agree and it's just like yeah cool we're friends Mm -hmm. largely i'm friendly with pretty much everybody i'm not usually an asshole unless someone's an asshole first Mm -hmm. most of Mm -hmm. the time uh but like i've run into issues at work and like well you guys are friends on facebook so you must be buddy buddy and it's like Mm -hmm someone sent me a friend request and I was just like, I don't hate your guts. Sure. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. But I've literally had to like uh, diffuse situations at work because 
people are like, oh, well, you're friends with these two, yeah. so you don't give a fuck about us. I was like, did you send me a friend request? Well, no. And I was like, then I can't accept it. I didn't go seeking these people out. If someone adds me, unless they suck, I'm probably going to say yes. Yeah. But it's a Facebook friend. I don't fucking care. Yeah. I, I used to have running thing when I worked at uh, pretty much any job. Like people will come up to me and ask me, why don't you add me on Facebook? What are we not friends? I'm like, well, I don't, I just, I don't add people. If you invite me to be your friend, I'll be your friend. But I don't, I don't, if Facebook's a joke, I don't care. Our friend status doesn't determine whether or not we're friends on Facebook. Yeah, it's not a value judgment. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like yeah. at, at work, there's maybe like, excluding the person that I already knew before moving down here, maybe like four people that I would consider hanging out with outside of work, maybe five. I'm friends with exactly zero of them on Facebook because they also don't particularly care about Facebook and it just kind of exists. So it's like that, that's enough for me. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, what's next, Rich? All right. If capitalism is a system that can be turned into a game monopoly, then what would the communism board game be like? Uh, it's called Monopoly Socialism. It exists. Mm-hmm. I own it, and it's a very short game, or relatively short game, and it's fine. <laughs> See, my answer was just going to be regular Monopoly, because you usually get you know, two-thirds of the way through it, realize it's a bad idea, and decide to do something else. <laughs> That's quitter talk. Reason.com. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they do have a re- they do have monopoly socialism, huh? Yeah, and honestly, it describes it as socialism, but it, it it's it's monopoly communism. So honestly, I'm kind of mad that they have misnomered it. Mm-hmm. I get the point, mm-hmm. but I don't like it. Mm. I have to look this up now. Yeah, I mean, pretty much the idea is like. Everybody, instead of everyone starting with the same amount of money, it's like, oh, no, there's a pool of money. Yeah. Kind of. And either everybody wins or only one person wins. Or no, it's either everybody loses or one person wins. Mm-hmm. Is, how, is essentially how the game rules play mm-hmm. out. And it's just like, oh. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. But in order to be that one person, you do kind of have to like work together with everyone else. It's just like, when are you going to betray everyone? Right. Not like, if. But you mean like capitalism? When. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Uh, Sean, if capitalism is a game that can, the system that can be turned into a game, what's the communism board game? Oof, this is hard because it's just it's a it would be a game in which. The I was look because I was looking it up. I was like, "Is there a communism board game?" And the only thing that that came the one of the first things that came up was Mario Kart. Uh, is, sure, <laughs> okay. Is the communist video game because you have a like depending on where you are in the race? Yeah, you get you you get like you get uh, terrible racers, blue shells, and then yeah, get them to sixth. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the better you are, the worse you get. Uh-huh. I think that's actually Atlas Shrugged the video game. I think that that game was actually what inspired <laughs> that book. Uh, uh, Rich, what would you say the communism board game is? Um, honestly, I my knowledge and expertise of communism does not 
expand well enough to know how to consider a board game. So I'm just going to go with Timmy and just go with Monopoly. Well, if I remember correctly, I can explain it to you the way my uh, my economics poster explained it, which is socialism is uh, you have two cows, you take some and uh, and uh, you get take some and then you sell them. The state sells you the milk or buys the milk from you. Uh, and communism is you have two cows, the state takes your milk and sells it back to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. It's generally the way it works. Uh, I could keep making jokes. Do you guys want to keep hearing jokes? <laughs> keep, keep going for the I jokes. Mean, look, I like the, the, the other option is sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. It's communism. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Um, Here's the joke. I'm not sorry. Yeah. What's uh, what else? Um, uh, check. Uh, no chess. No, that's not. Doesn't really work. Um, I don't know. Communism. Othello. Oh, these are your pieces. Do no, never mind. They're yeah, my pieces now. They're my pieces now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Those are those are the only ones. Um, yeah, I think that's. I don't know. Uh, what is next, Rich? Uh, let's see. What is next? Um, what is it? that you want that has been driving the way you live your life? Um, I just want to be comfortable. And I think that's been kind of a real driving force in my life. Like in terms of like being at the job I'm at and like, not like, not like comfortable where I'm like fucking off, but like comfortable where it's like, I don't really have to worry about anything like i'm in a loving relationship and i'm making enough money that i don't have to worry about uh the little things like if something comes up i'm not like oh shit like if i have to call a plumber i'm not like where am i gonna find the money for this plumber Mm. so it's just like general comfort Mm -hmm. that's what i'm looking for Mm -hmm. same big one it becomes more important as you get older and you realize that how sweet comfort can be sometimes it's, it's the, 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 the sort of the siren song of, of adulthood where like when you're in your twenties, you don't, you know, like, Hey, you don't have a ton of money anyway, or your early twenties, you're right out of school. You don't have a ton of money. And, but like, you're just winging it and you're like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm working a normal job and I'm with my buddies. And like, yeah, I remember that. Like I, I do, cause you do look fondly back on some of the times that you have in your early twenties. We're like, yeah, man, we just, we'd stay up all night and just like drink and party. And like, it's not comfortable, but like, but we also still had like the, you know, all these like grand aspirations for life and like your career and everything. And you think back on it now and you're like, oh man, that was fun. But like, God, I couldn't do that now. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't live like that now. I'd die. Nope. I'd never make it. Um, and it's not a sustainable way to live. So, I, comfort is a big one because you do want, like, because there you realize that there are so many variables and so many things that can change in life. There's definitely a part of of me, and I think a part of a lot of people, Sean included, that like want to just minimize the amount of variables that could go south. I guess. So, mm-hmm. there's definitely an aspect of that. Um, but I guess satisfaction, I think, is another one. Like, and, and you know, look, uh, look, I'm I'm six and a half weeks into raising my first child, so my 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 priorities could change on a dime as as that continues. But but I think just feeling fulfilled and satisfied is a big part of it for me. Like, I want the comfort. I want to be able to know that, like, hey, yeah, look, we've got a house. I'm in a I'm in a great marriage. I've got this this beautiful baby daughter. You know, there, there's a lot of stuff that I need to protect, and therefore, comfort is sort of like a level of protection for me. 
but I, but there's also, it's also fulfillment. It's like the thing that I'm doing, even if, even if the thing that I'm doing at the time is not like my favorite thing to do, it's like, I'm making, it's important that I do this. It's important that I complete this. Like I am making a difference by doing X. Uh, I am, I am, you know, using my, my ability in some way by doing Y. So, it, you know, the, the combination of like my day job, fulfilling that goal, because like, I, you know, I, I like what I do. Uh, I think it's, it's, you know, moderately important, uh, what I do. Uh, and it, it gives me the means to, you know, help sustain my family and also, you know, pursue hobbies that I, that I enjoy a lot. Um, so I guess it's comfort and fulfillment for me. Two things. Mm-hmm. How about you, Rich? What drives you and drives the way you live your life? I'm trying to think. And like you guys with the, the comfort's a big thing. Cause like you're talking about like being younger in your early twenties and drinking and hanging out with your friends all night. And like, it was always tight space, or whatever. Like, and I think about, I slept on so many couches, man. I slept yeah. on a futon I, I for just, over a year. I just, I just, excuse me. I just think about anime conventions where I would be piled into a room with eight to ten other people, and we would all fit into this tiny ass room. And now, if I think about doing that, uh, if there's more than five people in that room, including myself, it's too many people. It's just too much. Like I can't, I can't do it anymore. So comfort is definitely one of them. The other is uh, currently, uh, and this might sound weird, but I technically I don't live alone. So is independence is is being able to be like to feel comfortable to be me in a sense, um, where like I my job I can't stand it. I've been trying to find a new job. I want to be independent from a boss and be my own boss. So I'm trying to push for streaming and trying to do more content creation and things like that. But until then, like I have to deal with bullshit work or whatever. I I'm trying to push more and more to get my roommates to move out. They're looking for places and stuff, but like, I want to be independent and of myself so that I don't have to deal with potential judgment from other people. When I, when, when I do the things that I want to do, because I do get judgment sometimes and it, it sucks and I don't feel independent in that sense. So, like, a lot of what I do, a lot of what I'm pushing for other people, like, pushing to get them to move out or trying to find a new job is trying to push for, in a sense, further independence in in myself. Weren't they supposed to move out, like, two months ago? Yeah. What happened, man? Yeah. Um, they, uh... They didn't. They... They didn't, yeah. They're squatting? I mean, I could get further in. I'll, I'll get... I'll get... I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. We, we, we got to get this. Uh, we got to get the rich suite, and you stood in front of that truck to talk I, to the people who are currently living in his house. I'm. I mean, I'm not going to air this dirty laundry on here. I'll talk about it between, but I won't Gross. air that dirty laundry. Uh, all right, then, Tim. Uh, what is a thing that has been drive, or what is it that has been driving the way you live your life? Uh, comfort. Pretty yeah. much everything Sean described, and pretty much for all of the exact same reasons. Like, if something comes up, I don't want to be freaking out about like, oh my god, where am I getting this money? Um, I don't want to constantly be freaking out about like what what's going on next. Like, it's not just physical comfort. It's like knowing that everything is not everything, but for the most part, it's like yeah. Even if something does come up, it's not going to be a catastrophic failure of or destroy everything. Or like one little thing won't set everything awry. Um, yeah. Hmm. 
Mm. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Yeah. But, but also the reason I probably will never go back to Firefly because, like, I <laughs> this back is not going to sleep on a fucking air mattress or a cot for three days. This 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 back can't even really sleep on my own bed anymore. Sometimes so. we're gonna hotel. It's, it's hot right? outside. I yeah. don't want to be in a tent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be like, we're gonna go party and drink all night. It's like we're gonna get a shower, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm sleeping on an air mattress, but that air mattress is in a hotel room. Woo! Yeah. Uh, what's next, Rich? Uh, next question is, uh, what is your go-to donut? Plain glazed. Boston cream. Uh, the coconut one. You know, what I'm talking about? like the coke, the coconut with the coconut the glazed coconut ones. Yeah. Mm. Um. I always loved the crawlers, 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 the, the, the weird, like, I think I used to call them truck wheels when I was a kid. Mm. Because it's I a great description. Yeah. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Strong ones. Yeah, man. Donuts. <laughs> Actually, it, it's funny that my two go-tos are very opposite of each other because it's either Boston cream and if they don't have Boston cream, old fashioned. Yeah, the old fashioned donuts just, are oh, like, just old-fashioned super donut. plain, nothing on it. Like, give me that. Well, yeah, that's my second aren't, one. Or no, aren't the old fashions like also the, like the sour cream ones where they're like the craggly ones? Or are those two different? It's a different one. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. But like for me, it was always Cruller and then uh, Boston cream. And then if they didn't have those and say I were at like Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, if they didn't have those, it would just buy myself an apple fritter and I'm fine with an apple fritter. The old fashioned donut became huge when I started working because like I'd go in on weekends sometimes and like, you know, whoever come in on the weekends, whoever, whoever's there would bring in like donuts and coffee and uh, the old fashioned cake donut with a cup of coffee. <clears throat> Damn good. <laughs> Man. You, start, you, you do the old time. You do like the old timey cop thing. Where you start dunking the donut in the car. You dunk the donut. Uh, and uh, it, it's, it's very good. It's tasty. Uh, my my grandfather, he loved the ones that had the little nub to actually give you the Dunkin' Donut. He loved those ones. Mm, yeah, strong. And of course, a- a- apple cider donuts. You, like you can't go wrong with an apple cider donut. Apple cider is the is a very good donut. Like a nice sweeter offshoot of the old fashioned with a little bit of cinnamon sugar and all that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. What is next, Rich? Guys' final question of the session, or of the, of, yeah, of the this part of the episode. What is your most controversial opinion? You should have to retake your driver's test every five years. No, oh, that's a good opinion. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. People are, I'm, I don't want to add more red tape and add more stuff to do for the drive for the DMV. But look, you want to create jobs. You're going to need a lot more driver's test examiners if people have to get their license redone every five years. And and obviously the safety angle of it where if you don't just look, man, I'm 32. I'm going to be 33 years old later this year. I am not the same driver I was when I was you know, 17 or 18. Whenever when I finished my driver's test, probably would be good to make sure I can still do all the stuff and remember what all the signals do and, you know, the yellow lights and everything like that. Uh, my wife and I were just out today, uh, and we, we hit the, we hit the signal to, to cross the street. And it's one of those signals that, uh, that also like for, for people who are hard of, of sight, 
uh, have the signal. It's like yellow lights blinking, yellow lights blinking. The ones that say like, you know, red light, green light, uh, walk, all that stuff. But they said yellow lights blinking, yellow lights blinking, uh, which indicates, hey, there's pedestrians looking to cross in the crosswalk, but not according to everyone driving on that street because they're just zooming past, don't even see the yellow lights and everything like that. But if we had the retest for drivers, they would either know or they would find out very quickly. So, uh, so yeah, that's, I don't know if that's controversial, but it's a weird one that I've been sitting on. So I don't, pro- go for it, John. I don't care for Star Wars. Right. That's a good I one. Just that's fine. That's fine. I just don't, that's I just don't, I don't care for it. I think it's, uh, I'm not going to say it's overrated, but I just, I don't understand the appeal. I've seen, I've seen enough of them and I just don't like, I'm just like, they're, mm-hmm. they're fine space opera movies. Mm-hmm. And I just think I don't, I think that's just not my genre. And that's it. That's it. And that's all, man. It's a good controversial take. You're dead to me, Sean. You're dead to me, Sean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, not really. It's, honestly, it's, it's fun. That's, that's a, that's in my opinion. I'm. I, it's not super controversial. Like it's like if you don't like Star Wars, if somebody comes to me and doesn't legitimately doesn't like Star Wars, doesn't care for it, I'm just like, all right, I won't talk to you about Star Wars. That's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, what about Star Trek? You like Star Trek? Because I don't, so it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like space shows. Yeah, unless they're space westerns. Man, do hey. I love do I love me a space western like Firefly or Cowboy Bebop? Hell I'm yeah! Into, I'm, I'm Hell way into off. them. Trigun. There's yeah. Oh there's my god, a, Trigun is like my favorite anime. <laughs> As it should Trigun's be. Amazing! It's amazing. How about you, Tim? What's your most controversial opinion? Uh, so I'm gonna flat out say that my I I know exactly what my most controversial opinion is, and I am not going to talk about it on the show because <laughs> oh boy, uh, it 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 will likely change the way at least two of you think of me wow <laughs> so i'm not i'm not gonna oh you know, man we're not doing that wow All um right. so i'm gonna go with i actually think mandatory military service is a good idea oh boy that's uh, it's definitely controversial <laughs> mm. right. yeah. wild well you change how one person thinks about you on this show tim <laughs> I need to. I need to know what your most controversial take is now. Yeah, because my 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 backup was I don't like warm fruit, so I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it uh it, it it's come up a lot in recent weeks of conversations of very interesting conversations I never expected to have at work. Oh, I don't like this at all. Uh, <laughs> we could talk about it off the air. All right, all right, all right. Well, as we'll long as we later. keep it between the bros. All okay. Right. Is, uh, oh, okay. Uh, once the once the mics aren't hot anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Man, military service one is pretty good. Uh, yeah. What about you, Rich? Hmm. I don't know. Donald Trump won the election. <laughs> mm, fair. No, you don't. Mm. No, it's not even I, controversial. I don't, I don't it's just a fact. That. Stone Cold fact. That. Yeah. Exact. Exa- exactly. Yeah. That's not. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, this. I. I. I, I yeah. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll say it. Some ladies in the streaming world. Okay. All right. <laughs> kind, of have it, kind of have it a, a lot easier 
than most other people in the streaming world. Um, because they... Okay. Because they look good. I'm not saying they use their sexuality. I'm not hating on people who use their sexuality. I'm just saying there are people in the streaming world, specifically ladies, that have it easier in a sense of getting analytics and numbers just because they look good. They don't necessarily have it easier because, I mean, they have to deal with unsolicited dick pics and shit like that, but they have it easier in getting numbers because they look good. I'm also not trying to diminish the hard work they do. They do do hard work, but when it comes to getting those numbers, they tend to have it a little bit easier. <laughs> he said doo-doo. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, was this your opinion? This is the one you didn't want to tell us? No, I mean, that, that I didn't realize that was a controversial opinion. I just assumed that was a fact. It, it is. It, it, there, there's a lot of talk. It is a controversial thing to say, at least. I can me. see it being controversial to say, but like, if anyone wants to actually look at it, it's and, and, and you, the, the fact that you are also supplementing, it's like, I'm not saying that like you're not holding them against against them. It's not like you're, you're yeah. just too pretty. My- but my, like, my, yes, my, yeah. If you if yeah. you put up a lineup in front of uh, streaming, a lot of the analytics come back as most viewers are a, a significant portion of viewers of streams are men. Mm-hmm. If you put in uh, ten guys of uh, varying different builds, and then you put in ten women, uh, who are they going to watch? They're going to most likely watch the women. Well, I mean, so. that's this is a whole this is a whole can of worms. Uh, it is, but I, I it also <laughs> it was also, a gross like, oversimplification. Yeah, I will admit that because at the top yeah. at the top level, like it's like there's like two women and all the rest are men. So it's like I think in an intermediate sense, I think you're right. I think in like the like a lower amount of streamer, but I think like when you reach the top level, like you have like. What like Amaranth and mm-hmm. Pokimane are like the only two women who are who can like broach the top like twenty five? Because and you have like Ludwig, Ludwig and all those dudes. And I think that's that's also part, part of like they they are the top ones and part of the reason why there's only like the two of them. Where if you look at the top twenty five, it's Amaranth and Pokimane, and then all guys is. There's also not a lot of women. There's way less women who stream than men who stream. Mm-hmm. So it is. You, you would have to take that ratio and figure out like, what, like, I I, I I don't know math. I'm an ingrate, so I don't really. <laughs> I I can't really figure out like the words to use when it comes to figuring out like how you would get those metrics to know like the equivalent of the top twenty five women and top twenty five men and and blah 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 like. They, they do have those numbers, and it's when, at least when growing a channel, and not as much when being and maintaining a channel. When growing a channel, it is a lot more simple for women who tend to look uh, 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 conventionally good. Here's, here's what I'm going to say. I, I don't know shit about streaming, but here's what I'm going to say. Two bl- things. If you want to make a blanket statement that, like, uh, certain parts of life are easier for good-looking people. It's like, yes, welcome to the planet. 
uh, <laughs> yes. But uh, secondly, uh, you mentioned that there are fewer women streamers than men streamers. And, and look, again, don't know a lot about this, but I'm going to guess that's something that you said earlier, which is that women who do streaming have to deal with a lot more yeah. uh, uh, unsolicited uh, negative uh, messages, pictures, and so oh, on yeah. and so forth. Oh, Harassment yeah. has a lot to do with that. Uh, oh, and therefore, absolutely. it is not just a matter of growing the audience. It's probably a matter of maintaining the audience i.e. deciding yeah. whether or not you want to continue doing this because you are getting those okay. kind of messages. Yeah, yeah. I, I know a few female streamers who have to deal with that, and like I feel so terrible hearing these stories that they have to deal with because it's fucking bullshit that they get stuff done like this to them. And I'm just like, like, like I said, they do hard work, and they have to deal with this, which makes, unfortunately, the gain in numbers... Like it, it out having to deal with that outweighs the gain in numbers and analytics. But they do when it comes to a number system, when it's all about numbers and I need more views to get more views, it's harder for someone like me than someone like them because they get the more views just because a lot more guys will go to them because they are conventionally attractive. Maybe if you just showed your freaking cleavage for God's sake, Rich. I mean, I've been telling you this for weeks. Uh, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I try. I, I just, I don't know if they want to see that hairy chest. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I tried. Look, I had, I, I had it set last night to take it off, and no one wanted me to unbutton my shirt all the way. So <laughs> that's only because I forgot. That's only because I forgot you were streaming last night. <laughs> they kept making me put the suit back on. Mm. So. Uh, my other uh, controversial opinion is that I'd rather that I think Jacob Dylan is a better singer than Bob Dylan, and I'd rather listen to a Jacob Dylan song than a Bob Dylan song. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's here's uh, the, the, the reason I believe this is because Jacob Dylan and Bob Dylan. Uh, Bob Dylan, obviously, there's no there's no disputing Bob Dylan's ability as a songwriter. Uh, Jacob Dylan know is a both they're both limited singers. Jacob Dylan knows he's a limited singer and works his songwriting around it and sounds pretty good. Bob Dylan uh likes to like just show off how bad of a singer he is and just remind you of it over and over again that like I don't need to sound, listen to a honking goose sing folk music anymore. Jacob Dylan, man. He's got that nice smooth <laughs> alt rock sound. Let's go. Yeah, no no yeah, come on, man. We get it. You can't sing. It doesn't sound raw anymore, it just sounds bad. We we literally <laughs> couldn't tell what song he was playing or singing when we saw him at Firefly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he did like three songs. He's like, I don't know what this is. Yeah, I don't know what any of these. He was are. playing with his full band and he wasn't doing anything that anybody knew. Like there was no Subterranean Homesick Blues. He didn't. He did. He didn't do like a Rolling Stone. He didn't do any of the big ones because like look, he's Bob Dylan. You knew that this was going to happen. He was going to do all the weird <laughs> shit. He was going to play. So like- was it because it was weird shit, or we legitimately could not recognize any of it because we couldn't did- understand a fucking word he said? I mean, it's possible. Did he spend? Didn't he spend like twenty five minutes between songs talking about bullshit? And like it was the I, I remember. No, that was thirty seconds to Mars. Yeah, I remember any. Oh, was that thirty yeah. seconds? Yeah, I could have <laughs> sworn Bob Dylan didn't, Bob Dylan also, didn't address like, the audience. <laughs> he spent that's he spent what it was. ten that's minutes moving was. from the piano to some other instrument. I remember that. Yeah, that's what it was with Bob Dylan. He didn't address the audience. He just sat there. He stood there and sung. You know who never has that problem? Jacob Dylan. Was, <laughs> no true all the man wants to be is the modern day tom petty uh all right this is some good controversial opinions anyone else have any closing thoughts takes controversial opinions tim no nope. tim. tim not for public consumption i cannot <laughs> wait to hear about this one 
I've I've got I've got one more controversial opinion. Okay. Oh, yeah. Tim should get a motorcycle. That's not controversial. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Everybody's been saying it. You're hearing it more and more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my controversial opinion is that Tim should get another motorcycle. Because my controversial opinion is that Tim's got a motorcycle hiding around there somewhere, and he's just not telling anybody. He's been riding Especially it. Especially He's been riding every night at like two in the morning. The Ghost Rider. Yeah. I am Nicholas Cage. I am the skull you're on gonna, wheels. You're gonna start. You're gonna pee fire now. That's great. But if you do pee fire, you might want to get that checked out. Mm. So. Yep. Yeah. If people want to see any more of your uh, fire pee takes on Twitter. Where can they find you, Tim? <laughs> At my OnlyFans. <laughs> Oof. Rough. <laughs> At Tim R. Hansen. Yeah. No wonder you want to give that controversial opinion. You don't want to lose all those OnlyFans subscribers. Uh, Sean, what about you? At hey, it's SOB. How about you, Rich? At B underscore one. And you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question that you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien, who compiles our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Stephen Siebert, and you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. It's time for some plugs. Rich, what's going on with your streaming stuff? Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for uh, video game variety streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, generally 6 or 7 to 10 o'clock at night. Uh, also, uh, check out uh, www.one-quest.com for two podcasts. PodQuest, the weekly nerdy talk show where we talk about the hot topics of that week. And um, and, and in Nerddom, this week we'll, we will be talking about the movie... Um, there's a new metal movie that's on Netflix. I can't remember the name of it um, that we're going to be talking about for our book club, as well as check out Bonus Action, the tabletop podcast, where me and Sean and a bunch of friends play D&D. And Sean, when you're not playing D&D, you like throwing some Frisbees and Frisbee golf courses. I do, at OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is OB underscore Disc Golf. And I co-host the Taste Fakers Music Podcast with my brother Alex. We're working on season two as we speak, where we do comparisons and, and contrasting and, and finding a way to take two seemingly unrelated albums throughout pop music history and finding a way to connect them. Uh, season two's got some good ones, man. We've got Cindy Lauper and Bad Cop, Bad Cop. We've got uh, Gene Krupa and Benny Goodman and Black Sabbath. <laughs> um, but you can go back and listen to season one right now. We got eight episodes up. You can listen to some great ones, like we did an episode, from, uh, you know, drawing comparisons between Tom Waits and Thrice. Uh, we did an episode on Def Leppard and Andrew WK. We did one on Faith No More and Corn. Some really good stuff there. So if you like listening to a couple of chuckleheads talking about music, you can check out the Taste Fakers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. All right, guys, that's it. Say goodbye to the listeners. Bye. Deuces. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. No. <laughs>